Welcome to the Dramatic Illusion Podcast, a podcast that wants to know, where do the flaps go? Welcome to the Dramatic Illusion Podcast. We are your hosts, Lorraine. And I'm Amanda. And it took every ounce of my being not to crack up laughing <laughs> at that in- intro. Um, oh, man. Yep. Uh, I was pretty serious, which was uh, good after like the third take that we did it, you know? Yeah, you Doing know. good. Doing good. I'm but let's talk. Let's talk about this fucking viral post. I can't even get into anything else till we talk about this. Oh my God, Fashion Nova! What are you doing? <laughs> uh, it's like—is that airbrushed on there or what? Because like I just recently shopped on Sheen for the first time last night, and I was finding a lot of similar, you know, right. Right. artistic things. <laughs> on yeah, there. too too um too bold for me. I'll say that. So, um, I feel like we can relate this to our upcoming trip to Vegas, and I mean, I for one have been shopping for bathing suits, and the, I can do a high cut, but, you know, it's, it's a little much, like, That thing looks like extra large thong with sleeves, okay? (laughs) God, it's like fucking dental floss, like, I, don't cough, you're ruined, like. Oh, dude, you're destroyed. And it was sheer. Like, what the <sighs> fuck is yeah. going on? Oh yeah. I mean, so it's anybody who doesn't know that's listening to this. There is a post going around social media of this chick who has. I mean, she's got a rock and bod, whatever. But clearly, there was some photoshopping going on here because it's a sheer one piece um, romper or bodysuit. But it looks like it's on backwards. That's how thin yeah, yep. the crotch of this piece of clothing or whatever is. And the comments on the original post from Fashion Nova is... I couldn't. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> I funny. I couldn't get through them. It's so funny. And I thought to myself, you know, these are these are kind of funny. Yeah, these are hilarious. But I'm at work and I'm literally in tears cracking up. This one, it got me. This chick... I swear to you, this chick said, this is going to make me look like I'm a hot dog bun on clothesline. Stop it. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. And it's just, but, it just goes on and on and on. But, I mean, oh. this is a good topic to, to get dramatic about, though, because fucking fashion, fast fashion right now. Literal dental floss. Dental floss, like, reflectors and fucking weird-ass shoes that they claim is 90s fashion that we definitely didn't wear that fucking (laughs) whack-ass Kmart sketcher shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't don't get it. But What is going on? Can somebody please, like, school us millennials on what the fuck is going on right now? (laughs) That body suit. If you guys do not know what we're talking about... I'll take a I'll take a picture. I'll take a screenshot of the bodysuit. I'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> oh god, we need to. I oh, mean, dude. I'll tag Fashion Nova in it too. Right. <laughs> let them know that. Let them know maybe that we, we can, saw. We saw maybe, it. We we talked about you, Dramatic Illusion Podcast, you know. Buy right. us a fucking coffee, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> like <laughs> Yikes. Exactly. Endorse us. Oh shit. Just unreal. If we wear those 
If we wear those bodysuits, will you sponsor us? <laughs> oh, God. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to see that. Shit. Uh, you, Maybe once we like post it for people who don't know, Amanda. you'll understand. You know, oh, I also thought this was quite funny that it kind of ties into um, the fact that I just had a conversation with multiple people about how I, you know, am w- fully waxed from like the waist down, you know, so I'm ready for Vegas. I was like, oh, yeah, I was joking with people. I was like, I'm about to do lunges at the pool. No fucks given. And then I saw that <laughs> one piece and I was like, oh, maybe uh, not. In know, that. Not that confident, but <laughs> still not that confident. Thanks for bringing mm-hmm. me back down to earth, Fashion Nova. You know, yeah. like, I was trying to ride this confidence train for a little while, but hey, it's cool. Yeah. So another another comment that was so funny. What in the Mattel is this shit? Oh, stop it. <laughs> that one's good. I was like, oh, god damn. Even Barbie have problems with that shit. Right. Ooh. Well, she has, she has way cuter outfits, too. Like, what the I, fuck? You know? You know what I mean? So, okay, besides that whole fucking Fashion Nova dramaticness, is there anything else dramatic that you've done this week? Okay, so I actually saved one that it was really hard for me not to tell you. So I was very dramatic um, as I was cleaning my house the other day because, you know, I have to be a dramatic mess to clean. Uh, Yes. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But that wasn't (laughs) dramatic, you know? Okay, so it was the after listening to like four different playlists, deciding, hmm, yep, this is a good time to listen to trance music. Whoa. Never a good fucking choice for me. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that I fully downloaded like some real old school fucking above and beyond and, you know, hit all nice. the classics and bawled my ass out for an hour and I loved every minute of it. And I figured yes. you'd appreciate that. It only took us 10 years, everybody. 10 years. Right, Let's right, give her a round right. of applause. 10 years. I was trying yep. to get her to listen to trance music for a long time. She's like, that shit sucks. Well, you know. Like, Come I, on, man. You don't I even truly, know. I truly connect it to, like, now that I've gotten so deep into astrology and shit, like, some people have so much dark shit going on that they don't want to, you know, open up those gates of the shit that, tra- the power that trance music has. And so. Right. Being a different person the last like a couple of years, I've been able to embrace it, listen to it, actually like get into it, and it, I mean it's fantastic. But I gotta be in the right mood mindset for that, you know? Right. Clearly, clearly that Pisces moon wanted to just let me have a good cry. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Need to f- cleanse. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, how about you? What was the most dramatic thing you did this week? Drop my car off at the fucking mechanic. <laughs> it's still. Oh there god damn it so um my car overheated right and so at first i'm like ah you know it might just be something going on under the hood no big deal oh so the coolant line completely busted and my car was smoking i'm like oh fuck okay that's probably not drivable so i get that fixed no problem then I decide, okay, I'm going to drive it around and see if the check engine light comes back on because he cleared the check engine light. Um, Yeah, like 40 miles it, it came back on. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. My tags are expired. I can't be doing this. So I dropped it off at the mechanic. It's still sitting in the same parking spot. It hasn't even moved at all. Oh, goddamn. So I'm carless. <laughs> and I feel and you- worthless because I don't have any wheels. 
you're the person that's always been like the driver too. You know what I mean? You always like yes. You take you take the control of like I'm gonna drive this. I'm gonna plan out our trip. I'm. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I don't know. And I feel o- always your thing. So you without a car, I feel worthless. Got to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to get my car back, and it's going to probably cost me quite a bit of money. So I'm not looking forward to that. But it's got to be done. You know, I can't be driving illegally. That ship has fucking sailed. Right. You're just a regular cowboy convict over there in Texas. That's cowboy how all your convict. life's going, huh? I haven't been you in know? trouble here. Never been pulled over here or anything. All the problems happened up there. You just said you were driving illegally. I wasn't, maybe, yes, no. <laughs> it says nine. You gotta handle Okay, so once we tick over to ten, then I'm illegal. How about that? Just just plead the fifth. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's crazy, I can't talk about... Well, because the tag is, like, the sticker is not on your license plate down here. It's on your windshield. It's on the window. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> Well, I feel like it's, see, when I lived in Virginia, they had that too. And like I was telling you, you just got to get yourself a good mechanic where you just roll through. It's like a fucking drive-thru. Do you go in there, you throw them a 10, they give you, you know, a solid pass on your, like, your shit. You slap that bitch on there. It worked for my Dodge truck like three years in a row or two years in a row. Yeah. So. I I didn't have that connection, but I know somebody His name was Sonny, so. V out to I'm Sunny going to goddamn Woodbridge. Virginia. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just showing him some love. He still has his business down there. You're Yo, doing great, Sonny. what up, Sonny? Right. So, yeah, so that's my dramaticness. That's, you know, that's bad. Hey, I'm, ba- I'm kind of proud, proud that I didn't have the, you know, emotional dramaticness that I normally do. So you took the reins. I mean, have fun. Well, with you, that. Were, <laughs> you were a fucking zombie last week, so. Oh, right. Yeah. That was well, that was a fucking joy. <laughs> hey, but I, I pushed it through for our whatever fans we had. Yeah. So. You rallied. It's cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, your story was super, you know, engulfing. And it took everything, like I told you before, it took everything I had not to fucking research these motherfuckers. So I'm so excited to hear what you have to tell me because good the anticipation is just. I got, I got some more. It's got me listening above and beyond for a couple hours. Come on now. <laughs> you have right. It's got me all weird. Yeah, super strange. Um, so give us some fucking crime. Tell us. Yes, yes. So um, I know that I talked about uh, just some some brief things. And I know that there's some people out there that don't want to hear this shit. And you know what? If this ain't for you, then I understand. Because it do- they might with children. They probably walked away when we talked about flaps, right in the fresh out the gate. So. <laughs> right, no labias for me, thank you. Uh, so, I just want to touch on what I talked about already. So we're talking about Dozier School for Boys, and that's in Mariana, Florida. Um, and then it was operated from January first, nineteen hundred, to June thirtieth, two thousand eleven. So one hundred and eleven year span. This place was. Can I ask a, a question about something that I found? Because I'll, yes. I'll be honest. I did look up. Um, she says she's not going to look shit up, but she's a liar. I, I had to see what that house looked. Because you described it, so I had to see what it was. That filth yes. manor that was the White House. Right. Um, and, and you described it extremely well. You know, a brick slab fucking building with rooms. In, oh, God, they aren't even rooms. They're like cubby holes. Like, yes. oh. Right. Oh. But, it's creepy. Um, 
I did refrain from looking into anything about the case, so you guys could, are going to hear my raw reaction here. But um, I noticed a lot of discrepancies on what they called it. So it kept popping up as like Florida Florida Penitentiary for Boys or Florida Reform School. Or like, all is that common in what you found, or is that just like yes. clickbait? Yeah. So that's what um, part of what we talked about last week when you were half sleeping or whatever the fuck you were doing. Hey, um, no. They. <laughs> It is, well, the most recent it was, it was called, um, it was part of the, just the juvenile detention system. So it's changed names quite a bit. So it was like the Florida, um, the Florida School for Boys, and it was called Dozier School for Boys. Uh, you know, like different names for. I'm not really sure. And I'm. It's not, not really, really sure. like a military school, right? But it like no, the same it's it's essence. a reform school. Okay. So, all right, I found it here. It was originally called Florida State Reform School. In 1914, it changed to Florida Industrial School for Boys. In 1957, it was changed again to Florida School for Boys. And then it was changed to Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys. And that was named for a superintendent. So there's other things that people call this place. Right. Like uh, I heard penitentiary in none of those. <laughs> so it's like. Right. So it's a reform school. But basically in their later years, it was part of the juvenile detention system. So. That's how they were able to get boys that were basically adults at this point. They housed them up until they were 21. So you know how the the system works where you you commit a crime and you're in limbo. You're in that age where you can't really you could go to adult prison, but your sentence might be to stay in the juvenile system until you're 21. That's what ended up happening. So one thing, I mean, I didn't ask it before because I was taking a nap, but um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so is this, was this like an institution that parents could send their kids there like, oh, my God, rehab, you know, early century rehab. We're like, oh, just fix yes. them. Pray the gay away. Or is this like a court ordered situation or just it's both? both. Or, okay, It's both. So uh, like kids who ran away from home, kids who were truant. Uh, kids who committed seri- more serious crimes, trespassing, burglary, um, you know, things like that. Uh, there was a wide variety of boys who went to the school. That's unfortunate. Right. I mean, so it the whole thing's court unfortunate, ordered. but... It could be court-ordered, or it could be, well, we're just going to send you there for a little while and see how you do. Which, you know, I kind of am having recaps of, like, some of the pinpoints you talked about and that just really bothers me that it was a place that could bring in both sides of the spectrum you know because it's like what if you don't know how to fucking parent and you're a mother and your kid has anxiety or adhd and you're like oh my god you know they don't talk about mental health what if that was it now you just send him with a 21 year old rapist murderer and his 18 uncles you know what i mean like (laughs) right yeah no i get it i get it I guess it's just sinking in that it's more, ugh, I don't know. Right, right. And as the years go on, it's like, you know, they they try to reform. They try to make sure that 
the school is following the rules, regulations, guidelines that the state has put in place, but it's like every single time they get something, every single time that they get like an inspection done or whatever, something fucked up happens. During the inspection? Yeah, like you can't hide what's going on. It's really hard, but I don't know if they were paying people off. I'm not really sure how they were sweeping things under the rug. Like you can't, if cinder blocks get stained with anything, you can usually wash that off. To, To see the pictures that we posted last week, the cinder blocks themselves were stained with blood. If you wanted to cover your tracks, you could have cleaned those off. But they were stuck on there. So they've been doing it. You know? Right, they didn't give a fuck. It was just continuous right. actions. Exactly. I haven't so, even looked at the pictures you posted. I looked at, I, I've literally been trying to stay so far away from this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm just going to start with a little bit of just the history itself. Because I want to go back and forth because... I'm going to say right now, there's a trigger warning. I am going to talk about another incident that happened in the PBS special that I talked about last week. And it's not necessarily about the men who end up talking with the host, but it's about something else that happens there that they're a part of. So, Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So uh, the first thing here is... I'm going to start with 1903 and I already touched on this, but the inspection that they had in 1903, now granted this place has only been open for three years. An inspection reported that children at the school were commonly kept in leg irons. And we talked about that. That's like chain gang stuff. You're not going to, you're not going to escape the yard while you're working in the yard. So they have leg irons on you. So you're not going anywhere. On a child, though, you know. So. Right. Like, where do you get small enough leg irons? Right. If they're not being specifically made. They ob- they probably were. I I've, I don't doubt I am, it. I fucking imagine they were. Right. You know? I mean, all of this is speculation, of course, but I'm not, mm. I'm not opposed to that idea. And so, like I said before... There are certain deaths that have been accounted for. So the fire that I talked about, it was in a dorm. And it was six students and two staff members. And they were recorded, passed passed away. Okay. Yeah. And this was in 1914. Now, in 1918, which I thought was... The Spanish flu was the Spanish flu. I guess I was going to look it up just to make sure I was right. Eleven students were recorded that passed away from the Spanish flu epidemic. So do they have doctor records for these kids or was this just a... See, here's the thing. Phone names. Okay. These kids were not named. It just said that 11 students died. So there was no names. Was... Is it because they were underage kids, you know, um, or was this in their court? Was this in their like records, not like a newspaper? This was in the school's records. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, then they should have fucking named them. Right. But they didn't. 
So that's weird. Uh, if yeah, they yeah. died of natural causes, you know, right. or then being why hide exposed it? to the Spanish flu epidemic, obviously, what what was what was the reason for not saying who they were? Little sus. And the last thing I'm going to talk about before we get to the 60s is a 13 year old boy. He was sent to the school in uh, 1934 for trespassing. And he died 38 days after arriving there. So now he's being he's being recorded as passing away there. But the recorded burials at now this is their cemetery. It's called Boot Hill Cemetery. Okay. Is it like on the premises? Yes. Or just. I'm pretty sure it's within the premises. Recorded okay. burials at Boot Hill Cemetery took place from 1914 to 1952. That was it. So nothing before, nothing after. And that is the cemetery with the unmarked graves. That's the it. like the PVC pipe one. Yes. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> 1968. Florida Governor Claude Kirk said after a visit to the school where he found overcrowding and poor conditions that somebody should have blown the whistle a long time ago, is what he said. Oh, yeah? No shit, huh? There was 564 boys in that school. Now, like I said before, the campus itself is like 190 or 160-some acres. I mean, it was huge. But where the buildings were and where they housed the kids, there's not that much space. They were packed. Like, those dorm rooms or whatever were packed like sardines. Like, they were yeah. just... It's like bunks, like military bunks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's yes. what I thought, too, when I saw that picture. Right. So, the White House, however, was closed in 1967. So, they didn't use it anymore after that. And I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure why exactly it was closed. Whether it was part of the investigation that they were having, or if it was just because they didn't want to use it anymore. But officially, corporal punishment at the school was banned in August 1968. Now that's not to say that they didn't keep doing it, but officially, that's when it was banned. So they allowed this to happen. Until 1968. Oh, God. Right. Right. Which is fucked up. That's yeah. it's too late. I mean, <laughs> way, all right. So my mom, late. my mom has been a te- Well, she was a teacher for 35 years before she uh, retired. But when mm-hmm. she first started as an elementary teacher, like fresh out of college, like when they still had corporal punishment in schools. She had a whip oh, in, right. her, in, in her closet thing in her room or whatever, and she was telling me about it, and it's just so bizarre that that was the norm. Isn't that strange? Yeah, it, I just, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine that, like being, being like something having to, that you have, do. Right, like, oh, you the answered paddle? the wrong math. Yeah, you answered the wrong math problem, and you also picked your nose and ate it. So come here, I'm going to, you know, whip your ass five times with some board I have in my closet. Like, 
Yeah. Why would you send your your kids to school for someone else? You know, you could go pick up your kid and they've been beat by the teacher. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't, ugh. <laughs> right. So in 1982, an inspection revealed that the boys at the school were hogtied and kept in isolation for weeks at a time. Yeah. So did they just go in and investigate like as a government I think thing, that or? they came in unannounced. Okay. Because I don't I don't see how else they would notice something like that without just popping in, you know. Right, cuz they've been successful this far in like passing inspection, right? Or paying people off to where it's not crazy. You know, I I might I might be not so far off here as to say they might have had someone on the inside of the inspection um, office that gave them a heads up, you know, like, hey, oh, that, man, that makes sense. Come. Yeah. Right. You know, like they're in. So that to me makes sense. And then something might have happened and they didn't have that person anymore. I mean, I'm just speculating. I'm not saying that that happened, but I mean, does it seem real far fetched to you? I don't think so. No, not at all. Not at all. Right. And like, I don't know. We've seen enough mob movies to know how shit works, or at least how it's told. We saw Shawshank, yeah. like all of it. Like, there's <laughs> right. got to be money and hands in something. There's somebody's telling somebody something somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. not a, a new a new trend <laughs> at all. So yeah. So I'm gonna skip ahead to the 21st century now, because I mean this this school's been operating for so long. April 2007. Here we go. The acting superintendent of the school and one other employee were fired following allegations of abuse of inmates. So they call them inmates at this point. They're not just like oh. residents of the school. Right. Because it's part of the juvenile system now. The state officially acknowledged that abuse had taken place there. Uh, and basically the White House Boys, which is the group of older gentlemen now, they... they they're adult survivors is what they call them who basically were held there for the 1950s and 1960s were speaking to the press about what's going on there. So October, 2008, several of these men attended a ceremony to install a plaque inside the white house that acknowledged the past so there's like press coverage and there was the That's news weird. and everything that they had like a whole ceremony. And it was it was kind of strange because a lot of the guys that ended up going there like had PTSD. Like they didn't want to go in the building at all. Like even seeing the outside really like messed them up pretty bad. But one of the guys um, that was being interviewed by uh, the her name is Dee Dee Sharp. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. But when she was interviewing them, he's he said, I didn't even want to go in there, but I made myself go in because I knew that I was stronger than that. I needed to go in there just to, like, get this off my chest because he's been fighting it for so long. I'm like, man, more power to you because I definitely probably wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just thinking that, too. I'm Oh, I don't know if I'd have mm -hmm. that strength. Yeah, know? like so fucked up. Uh, and I don't even so, know what the hell happened yet. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you here in a minute. But according to a 2009 report following investigation by uh, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, 
there were 81 school-related deaths of students from 1911 to 1973, which we know that there's more than that. But they're saying directly related to abuse from members of the staff. 31 of these boys were said to be buried on the school grounds with other bodies shipped home to families or buried in unknown locations. What so the, that's the thir- fuck? <laughs> yeah, so that's the 31 crosses and grave markers at the cemetery. And Are uh, the unknown ones? Right. Or, so God, there's awful. There's a there's a cemetery. Yeah, that was my bad. There's a cemetery behind or next to where those grave markers are. So it's like you can see the the tombstones in other pictures and they show okay. it in the documentary and people can walk the grounds now like they, you can get permission to walk the grounds now. But um, yeah, it's like really eerie. Like I can't believe that that ever happened. <laughs> I mean, I only I only looked through like four or five pictures and I was like, you know, I'm I'm done here for right now. I'm just mm-hmm, right because mm. it I mean it goes way deeper than what I'm gonna say so the 2012 interim report by the University of Florida of South Florida team found a total of 98 documented deaths at the school from 1914 and 1973 including two staff members so that's part of the fire and those are documented deaths so with what I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> it's, I'm not going to give you statistics. If you want statistics, I'll, I'll link the Wikipedia article that I got a lot of this stuff from. There's percentages and all, all sorts of different things. You guys can read the article because a lot of it's just monotonous, mind-numbing, blah, blah, the 2%, 4%, blah, blah. So I'm going to link that for sure in the show notes so you guys can read it if you want to. I'm going to go back to the PBS special because there's another uh, story that I listened to that I, I mean, it's bad. It's pretty bad, but it needs to be said because it, I had no idea about this at all. I've never even fucking heard of it. Isn't that wild? It's so sad. I stumbled upon it like, holy shit, this is nuts. And the more you read about it, the worse it gets. So if you don't have the stomach for this type of, you know, child abuse type of stuff, I highly recommend not even, not even trying. We'll see you next Tuesday. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the PBS special I was referring to was actually a two-part series on a program called AWARE on WSRE in Pensacola, Florida. So that's the PBS channel down there. Uh, the host of the show, her name's Dee Dee Sharp, like I said, and she interviews two gentlemen who are survivors of Dozier School for Boys. Now, they're part of the White House Boys, and the guy that I talked about first, his, his encounter, his first night at Dozier, I don't know if you remember that, but I'm going to say right now. I remember. <laughs> trigger warning. This deals with abuse of children, and if you don't want to hear it, turn it off. (laughs) All right. So Robert Stratley is his name, and I talked to you about his punishment and how he 
got to know the school, basically. Now, there's another account that he remembers. And this one is the abuse of another boy. He never got his name. And he was part of the infirmary staff. So he got to work as like a nurse's aide, I guess. And they just kind of pick you, you know, like you're going to work here. You're going to work the yard. And he said, I don't know how I got this job. I'm not really sure how I stumbled upon it. Maybe because he was smaller in stature, but it might have worked to his favor. He was 13, 12, 13 years old, a buck five soaking wet. He was a small guy. You know, he's not going to be out there doing physical stuff like, you know, strenuous. Right. So. He saw a boy lying in one of the hospital beds. Now, Robert says the boy was shaking really, really badly and crying. He was in shock. He was in shock from what had happened to him. And the boy had a bunch of towels on him that were completely blood-soaked. And Robert was told by a nurse to tend to the boy, clean him up, and put the soiled towels in a bucket. So they had, like, stainless steel buckets or whatever, easy clean which I'm not surprised by, especially because it's supposed to be a sterile environment, right? Oh, they don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, right. So when Robert went over to the boy to help him clean his wounds up, he explained that he's going to clean them off. He's going to be really gentle, and he's going to lift him up to put something underneath him so that way, you know, the water wouldn't soak the bed or whatever. So when he took the towels off the boy, he could not believe what he was looking at. He said to Dee Dee that he's never seen anyone beaten that badly in his life. Yeah, Robert goes on to say, quote, where his skin was, was gone. His buttocks was like raw hamburger meat. (gasps) Mm -hmm. He was beaten so badly, his skin was gone. Yeah. I, I can't even fathom how much beating that entails to get towards that level. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just can't imagine. Remember the first story I told you where they said runaways would get 100 lashes? Right. That's that. So, Ugh. yeah. When he started to clean off the boy, he said he was being as gentle as he could, but the boy was still screaming out in pain, obviously. Robert tried to ask the boy his name, and he couldn't, he couldn't even say anything. He was in such shock, he kept shaking, and he was just grabbing onto Robert's arm as, as hard as he could. He said, I don't know, he was, he was grabbing onto me like I was his mom or God or something. I, he said, I've never had anyone grab me that hard, still to this day. Oh, jeez. So the second day he came back to work in the infirmary and the boy was still there. So he cleaned him up some more, made sure he was still there to help. If anything needed to be done, clean his wounds or redress or whatever. The third day, he was gone. The boy was just gone. So Robert explains, you know, you don't ask questions here. You don't ask where he went. You don't ask where you're, you know, what, what happened to this patient. You just do as they tell you or else you're going to the White House. Oh, God. So he speculates that the staff may, may have taken him to a mental hospital in Chattahoochee. Uh, it's a mental hospital slash hospital. 
so they can treat you there and keep you there. Or he may have possibly died and nobody said anything. That's what my gut says, but... From from getting beaten that badly and the boys that worked in the infirmary were not allowed to use like chemicals or anything. So he couldn't use like hydrogen peroxide or anything to clean the wounds. They just used like water and a bucket. I don't think that's going to do it. No, no, not at all. So now he doesn't know where this boy is. And another man who was talking to Dee Dee Sharp, his name's Andrew Puel, P-U-E-L. And he is stating that there's a list of boys who allegedly just ran away. They got away. They, They just left. I don't know what happened. Really? They have a list of that? Okay, I don't think so, but... He said juvenile records in the state of Florida are sealed for 50 years before the public can access them. Wow. So that means that you can only get records from, what, 19... At the time when they got interviewed, it was 1961. So this was a while ago. I think they got interviewed in 2015, maybe? 2016? Still pretty recent. 2015 so they could only get records from 50 years to that point so now they're trying like the investigation is going so far as to continue like they're just continuing it because they need access to all these records you can't access stuff that's happened recently until i mean these guys are going to be long gone by that point right So this has been a way to get records of boys who apparently successfully ran away and fled from the school, which I don't think so, but okay. Robert had another instance where he overheard two guards talking about a young man who's been giving the staff a lot of grief and he's been real ornery. And one of the guards was overheard saying they might just throw him in the swamp for this one. And he'll never be back here. A little kid that was ornery? Yeah, who keeps trying to run away is what is what they kept saying. So the incident <sighs> happened in 1964. So they, have, they would have, at that point, had to wait another three years in order to access this kid's records to see if they put ran away. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. So it's been this long, grueling process to figure out what these boys are doing or where they're at. And what's even crazier is I read that, so these men are trying to seek justice. That's, that's basically it, to see what has been done with the, the boys who have ran away or have been right. shipped back to their families or whatever, whatever they said happened to them. And it's I mean, taken very- so long because of this law. Right. And they're just trying to get closure for the families that lost, right. you know, or it- the everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the human lives that were ripped from the earth. Exactly. Exactly. And the late 20th century, former students had been held at the school. 1950s and 60s, they began to share their accounts of the abuse they suffered and they organized the group called the White House Boys. 
So by from what I'm reading here, by the early 21st century, there are about 400 members from the 1950s and 60s who are a part of this group. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty good amount. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, the times being the way that they were in the 60s, uh, there was there was an, a, there was a special report basically in 2009, and it was published by the St. B- Petersburg Times, and it said, for their own good. That was the title. And... Hmm. Allegations, there were allegations focusing on the 1960s, including claims that one room was reused for whipping white boys and another for black boys, and it was the whole segregation thing, which makes sense because that was part of the times. Right. But from what Robert was saying on the uh, AWARE program was that there was a lot more black boys that got way worse punishment and that it wasn't it wasn't right it wasn't fair there was no reason for it and it was very it was off-putting to say the least right so it it just it happened around that time and eventually that building closed and they reformed it again to part of the juvenile system and they house boys up to age 21 and so that had run its course by that point but there's so many investigations for this place it's unfucking believable how many and they never got shut down they got violations but they never got shut down if that i boggles my mind hogtied get the fuck out of here right <laughs> are you serious it's insane it is insane. So, this is what I want to talk about because this is more recent. So, there was a family who wanted to find out where their loved one might be because these are, I'm not really sure of the name, but I'm almost positive that this is one of the boys that they had claimed ran away. Right? So now his family's know. wondering, where the hell is our kid? Where the you fuck know? is he at? Right, exactly. So they they want to know where he is. His remains are not anywhere. Uh, they haven't been identified. But if there's any inkling that he may be on the grounds, they need to find him. Right? Right. So when the hurricane hit... And the property owners were going to sell the property that ended up not panning out because of these people trying to find their loved ones. And a lawyer explained to them, well, how the White House boys, they said, well, you know, that doesn't, I don't know how much uh, traction they're going to get with this because how do they know that? He didn't run away and change his name and get a new identity. Oh, and, right. That's, and, that's the first place you go? Right. So, remember, these are teenagers back then. So, Andrew, he says to this lawyer, yeah, I don't think that the the boys that were 
in this type of situation had access to make new social security numbers and a new identity and run away. They had no money. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So anything's possible, but probable, I don't think that's Mm. it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, of course, they're talking about, like, digging deeper into what's going on here. As they should. And exactly. So now... They want to see how many bodies are there really on the on the property. So they hire Dr. Erin Kimberly. She's a forensic anthropologist at the University of South Florida. She is a professor who led a team of anthropologists, biologists, archaeologists, and they explored the campus. Uh, they found quite a bit. They found quite a bit. And there's stories, there's interviews with Dr. Aaron Kimberly about what they're doing, like what the process is, how they go about like looking for um, anomalies in the dirt to see if it's like a shallow grave or something, something is underneath the, the dirt. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch. I've seen like sonar. I think it's sonar where where they look at the water when they're trying to oh. when people are trying to find like cars and stuff. Oh, maybe I haven't seen that part, but that's cool. Yeah, but it's really uh so I'm trying to find what the name of it is, but it's ground penetrating radar. Okay. And I'm trying to find what it's actually called because they, they talk about it in one of the... I watched like a YouTube uh, interview documentary type situation and she was explaining like what the machines are, what they do, how they process the information, what do they go about, like if it's a tree root or if it's something more than that. So they just go in more in depth just explaining what the process is to try to find human remains. Okay. Yeah. So she brought a team along with her and they scoured the grounds piece by piece to try to find missing persons, basically. And it's, you know, in order to determine the cause of death from injury, illness, murder, the bodies must be exhumed, whether or not they know who it is or not. The problem is, unless they're identified, they can't remove them from the grounds. So they so, don't know who it is. <laughs> oh, God. And so they can't do a damn thing about it. So unless they're identified, they, their family has to say, yes, you can exhume the body. So it's been a... Yeah, it's been a task. Many of the burials of students who were here in the early 20th century and records make it difficult to identify their families. So it's really, it's terrible. The researchers indicated they had located 55 graves on the grounds. Given given that they had documented nearly 100 deaths at the school, the team believed a second cemetery was likely to exist. Now, I don't know if you remember me saying this a little while ago, but I don't think anyone's checked the swamp. And a body, 
in the swamp. That's not gonna last, last long. No. Gators in Florida. Hu- Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Gators, the humidity, just the overall yeah. like mugginess and how bodies react differently in the water. Right. You guys have seen CSI Miami, I'm sure. So you've seen a right. theatrical you see version a foot of it. Floating around, you know what's right. up. Right. <laughs> right. So they're convinced that there's somewhere else where these bodies are or they've taken them off site. And I haven't seen anything about the other campus. So like during this investigation, are any of the big like big head honchos in school, you know, like the the warden or whatever the hell you want to call them, are any of them still alive? Is there anybody that was an employee other than the one that spoke that was like a student employee or whatever? Um, was there any like legit people on fucking payroll that are still alive that can account for any of this during this investigation? So I've seen that. All right. What is the guy's name? Let me see if I can find it in this crazy, crazy list of people here. Troy. <clears throat> his name's Troy Tidwell. And Troy Tidwell is the guy with one arm. Okay. I don't know if you remember that from Robert's first night at Oh, okay. Yes. Dozier Briefly. School for Boys. But um I'm gonna see if he's still alive because I'm not really sure. I'm sure he's a lot older. <laughs> yeah. I mean grasping at straws, I'm assuming at this point. Yeah. Um, no. Actually he passed away April fifth, twenty twenty one. So he's no longer with us. And that was pretty recent. Yeah. Real recent. Mm-hmm. Yikes. That sucks because I don't think they got too many answers out of him either. Jeez. He was born on December 19th, 1923. Good Lord. Wow. That's older than my grandmother. Dude, was a fucking ancient, man. Yeah. He was, what, 98? 97. He didn't quite make it to 98. Dang. He was strong with that one arm. <laughs> but. Overcompensation, I guess. I, You know, fuck. There was. And there's there's way more. There's way more like forensic examination of the White House was conducted. No trace evidence of blood was on was found on the walls. Yeah, I want to know how the fuck that happened. If it was caked right, on there from, and eroded from, you know, natural mm-hmm. causes like. Right, it's how, not strawberry how, preserves. Okay, how, right. How can you all of a sudden just get it clean after they couldn't get it clean for fifty fucking years? Yeah, exactly. And uh, he, so Troy Tidwell, he was he was interviewed a few times, and he was a staff member at the school during the period that they are looking at. He said the pun- punishments in the White House were not excessive. He said staff used a leather strap because they were concerned that spankings with wooden paddles as had previously taken place, might injure the boys. You're telling me that a leather strap with, now I know, the leather strap was folded and it had a piece of metal inside it. Oh my Isn't God. going to hurt the boys as much as a wooden paddle? Oh my That's God. the most asinine thing I've ever heard. That shit makes me sick. Like Exactly. Exactly. And it just, it goes on and on and on. 
And it's crazy because on Wikipedia, they have exhumations and identifications. And, of course, you know how that goes. Bones, teeth, different types of artifacts and stuff they found lying around. Right. They do DNA testing on that stuff. And DNA testing, I mean, you can do touch DNA now. Oh, I know. The technology of it all is just mind-boggling. That is wild to me. You touch something and they can get skin cells from your fingerprint. Right. Don't try to get away with nothing because you can't. (laughs) Can you imagine where it's going to elevate to also? Fuck, man. No, they're going to know you're going to do it before you do it. Right. We we felt that vibration in your brain cells on the right hand side. You know, it's like, oh, God, I Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not ready to be Judy Jetson yet. Like, fuck down. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, positive. So, in January of 2016, the um, the team that it, it that did all the uh, exhumations, basically, that they were allowed to do, they issued their final report. They made a total of seven DNA matches and 14 presumptive identifications from from the 51 remains found at the site. A total of 55 burials were identified, but only 13 were made within the cemetery grounds. And the rest of the graves were outside in the woods, including under a roadway, brush, and a large mulberry tree. Oh, my God. How How did they even know to look in those places? They just scoured everything? Yeah, I they, I'm pretty sure they did the, the sonar right or whatever thing. I'm pretty sure they did all of the acres that they that they possibly could. I mean, there's some acres of land in that specific area that are so heavily treed that you couldn't get. That's why they didn't have fencing. You couldn't even get through that brush without either probably running into a wild animal or literally just getting caught up in it. Oh. Yeah, and this is like the panhandle, you know? They're not strangers to rain. Oh, yeah, it felt panhandling to me <laughs> from yeah, the beginning. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so there... It, here, here's the thing. There's... 98 documented deaths at the site, but they're unable to identify, unable, blah, to identify any more burials on the grounds. Now, they're saying some bodies may have been sent home to students' families. I don't think any families that have been a part of that system have said anything as far as I'm aware that they received their loved ones' remains, but it could be. I'm huh. not entirely sure. I haven't I haven't dug that deep into it. I didn't want to get too depressed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though. Huh. So, a number of families, including the Glenn Verando family, have filed requests to have remains of their children or relatives basically tested dug up whatever you want to call it so that way they know right you know you know you get it i would i would yeah for sure yeah and it's just 
It's still going on. March 2019. Additional 27 possible graves were identified during a pollution cleanup because there was, you know, there was a hurricane there and it destroyed a lot of that shit. So that's why the owners of the land were trying to sell it. I mean, it wasn't salvageable at that point to make right. the school into part of the juvenile justice system once again. It kind of was just like, I don't know if I want to have to redo all the buildings here and everything. I mean, it was pretty, it's pretty torn up. And it, the sale can't go through because families need answers. They, they halted the sale because of this. Right. That's And yeah. I can't imagine the going through something like that. Right. And it's, they have state compensation for um, for these families. Uh, Governor Rick Scott signed a bill authorizing up to seventy five hundred per bari- per burial for those families who wanted to reinter the remains of relatives identified in unmarked graves at Florida School for Boys. So they're like paying for them to have a proper burial, basically. Right. Which, to me. Is the least they could do. The absolute fucking <laughs> absolute bottom least. bottom of the barrel least. Like, I mean, shit. It's crazy to me that it lasted as long as it did. It's still. It, you Google it, and there's tons of different things. There's books. There's the White House boys uh, have a book that's out, and I will link that. Um. There's a couple movies, docu- documentaries. One is called Boys School, and one is called Deadly Secrets, The Last, the Lost Children of Dozier. So those are two that I'm going to link also. But there's so many different articles. I mean, New York Times, CNN, um, there's obviously Florida has covered it so many times. There's count, countless things that you can look up about this, but it's not over. And it, the most recent news that I've seen is that when Dr. Kimberly went back to test the 21 graves or potential grave sites, a lot of it was like tree um, roots Ugh. and different types of things that didn't, it didn't match with human remains. There was no bones. There was no, you know, sign of decomp anywhere as far as they could tell. So that was kind of a dead end, which shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, after but, yeah. a hurricane, you're, I mean, that everything gets pulled up and mixed up and whatever. I, right. It's right. almost like and, that's a loss of hope uh, for, you know, finding closure for some of the boys. That were, I don't know. Ugh. Exactly. Like, could you could you even imagine? I could not ever imagine going through something that severe and coming out normal. I'm, none of those guys are probably normal as far right. as mental how, health. Mental how could you be? Goes. Right. How Hell could no. You, be? you can't even have a normal relationship. I mean, what constitutes normal? Let's be honest. But you can't even interact normally with people without feeling some type of way after right. abuse like that. Yeah. So nuts. 
and I, I couldn't believe I just stumbled upon it like, what the fuck is this? I can't believe you did and either because I've literally never heard about it. Until you, right. Until you, and then I was like, I saw so much documentation on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Where have I been? I'm usually good at this stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. Which I just mean, here, goes here to show are. how Washington- much is being undercovered or uncovered. Right. Washington Post. Boys were beaten and abused at Florida Reform School. Um, now there's the Nickel Boys. Jeez. AbandonFlorida.com. I mean, it just goes oh. on and on and on. And there's different people who got interviewed about like what they went through. And it's it's tough to watch. Because I don't know if you feel this way, but when I see a grown man cry and it's authentic, it makes me sick because it takes a lot for a grown man to cry. Right. Yeah. And it's just... It's, it's sad, man. It's real sad. It is sad. I uh, that in short is our two part series on Dojo School for Boys. Now, I will definitely link those if you want to take a gander. I'll do it in the show notes. So that way at least you know, whoever is interested in in digging up some any internet sleuths out there that are Willing to go the distance and watch all the documentaries, be my guest. You speak as if I will not, because <laughs> you know <laughs> I probably because I have to know everything about everything. Come on now, I, my inner sleuth is coming out. Right, I don't even claim to be a sleuth. I'm just a aficionado, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. So yeah, that is that, and now on to some biz. Our biz right. is Facebook. Dramatic Illusion Podcast. Instagram, The Dramatic Illusion Podcast. Uh, Tuesday Speakeasy, our pod, or our podcast group on Facebook. And now we're on Buy Me a Coffee. And we have all those linked in the show notes. We got all the crap tabbed, you know. I'm, I'm just now learning how to use the stories tabs on Instagram. So oh, maybe cool. I'll put that stuff on there. I was like, what's stories? <laughs> right. What are those? <laughs> so I will do that because I am learning things about the internets. I love it. So that means I don't have to. Yeah. It doesn't take as much effort as I thought. So. Well, that's good. That's because Instagram definitely terrifies the fuck out of me. <laughs> I'll definitely so. put our, our thingamajigs on there. So that way you guys, if, if you want to donate to us, we're on Buy me a coffee and we're going to start doing some some more true crime cases and other fun things and post them on our our buy me a coffee. Yeah. And we have some um, live events, things that we're going to put on there as well. I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, Sin City's coming up kind of around our birthday, I think. So we definitely have some um, content planned for that time frame. Yeah, you'll get you'll get to know us on more of a personal level. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. Right, right, exactly. But maybe you guys are. Who knows? Also, um, throw us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a comment. Thank you for the three new comments we got this week. Look at us. We're trending hey. more. 
We're trending more than that roast beef bitch that we found on the internet. <laughs> Fashion Nova. So terrible. So oh, fucking God. bad. Side railed with that. <laughs> like, I won't forget to post her fucking picture. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm putting it on all of our socials, honestly. She's going to be everywhere. I mean, I feel it. Right. Let's throw it in there. I mean, why not? Fashion Nova, then if you want to, if you want to buy us a coffee, we're we're listening. We're fine, you know. <laughs> right. We'll take right. you to the discussion table. I, I'm down. I'm down for that. And then last but certainly not least, our website for the merch. We got tees. We got tanks still. We got wristbands and things like that. But we're gonna transition. So I'm it's ready starting for to get cooler. It's going to get cool. It's it's getting down to the 60s at night down here in, in good old Texas. So I'm feeling that bonfire vibe, and I want to get a nice sweatshirt and some, some sweatpants, some joggers. So we're going to get that up on the website. Make sure when when we got it up there, we're going to sh- we're gonna tell you. And then you can go on there and purchase directly from the website. And with that being said... Don't forget to be original. Stay dramatic. And as always, we'll We'll see see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.